Welcome back, everyone, to the Josh Button Podcast, where we discuss outliers from society. This is episode 40. Today, my subject is ask and receive. Ask and receive. Some call it manifestation. You know, I think in my lifetime, back to situations where I was faced with choices, with opportunities that I only saw just a sliver, just a little glimpse of what it may mean to my future, my present and my future. And we have this thing called innate wisdom. It's instinctual, some would say, and purely instinctual. But we have this voice inside, in my opinion, that all of this has. And yes, we develop due to conditioning and trauma, these voices that A, we want to turn off that are completely irrational in the grand scheme of things, but are, are being acted upon for survival. And if you were ever faced with a traumatic situation and then your body hit a response, a, dis, a defense response to it, yes, we will have these voices that we need to acknowledge and grow from and turn off and refuse to accept as reality based upon past circumstances. But we also have this innate wisdom, this conversation, this dialogue, these, these things that pop up from time to time where we're faced with a decision and we're given perhaps a remedy to many things all at once. What do I mean by that? Well, I'm thinking back to one situation in particular for myself. Um, I wanted to learn to surf and I really wanted to uh, take advantage of some time I had in Miami where there's not much surf, but there is a beautiful warm ocean and opportunity to spend time on it if you find a way. And I saw these guys that were stand-up paddleboarding, usually older guys than I was, and I saw the surfers. And no offense to the surfers in Miami, but the vast majority of them aren't great surfers and cannot surf well because there's not enough opportunity for them to get the reps in and practice. And then there's some really good surfers because they can surf the slop that generally South Florida presents. Anyways, I saw these stand-up paddleboarders and they had much more action, much more time on little ripple waves because the waves were easier to catch if you were proficient in that action, in that activity. And I looked at that and I said, well, you know what, maybe perhaps I should give it a shot, give it a try. Even though the group think at that time was, eh, avoid stand-up paddleboarding. It's not as cool. It's kooky. There was all these stigmas and these preconceived ideas as to what it was for older guys or for non-athletic guys or anything that you can imagine that brought a negative connotation with the sport. And I took a little bit of a risk there and stepped out of my comfort zone to give it a shot. And I bought a board. Uh, They're not cheap. And I took it out there every day. And I spent tons of time on the water, tons of time learning the ocean, learning how even in these little wave scenarios, how the water moved and where to be and how to get out in front of the wave and to get better balance and core strength and stability and all of these things that served me so well for all kinds of different activities and sports and exercises that I've done since then. 
I was surfing in South Beach on a surfboard and it was a small day and I was avoiding a friend of mine's son and I jumped off the board and sprained my ankle. My ankle blew up to the size of a grapefruit. And I remember laying in bed with this thing elevated thinking, oh man, I, I should my ankle have been stronger? Should it not have rolled so easily? Is there a way to strengthen my joint? And I remembered I had been on balance boards before. I had a balance board. I used it for some stabilization training and some balance training well before in New York. And I said, you know what, maybe I'll pull that thing out and, and rehab myself so I don't have to go to any kind of physical therapy. Well, that was one of those decisions that worked out extremely well for myself. And it was just off of a little voice in my head that said, hey, man, you know, do this yourself. Put in the time and, and the reps. You have the time to do it. Why not do it? And it served me so well going forward in so many different areas of my life that I couldn't possibly communicate them all. I'm still noticing results from balance and stability training that I started doing, oh, well over a decade ago, now in jiu-jitsu. Things that have served me so well. And I have to ask myself sometimes, is this coincidence? Is this divine intervention? Is this innate wisdom just built into all of us and we're presented with these things all the time that if we take advantage of, they will just absolutely bestow upon us almost miraculous results in our futures. They will add to the foundation of who we are and what we are capable of if we take advantage of them. And that's what I'm thinking about today. Seek, and I do mean truly seek, if you are a person who's really out to grow, to mature, to improve your own conditions all the time, you're looking for little ways and little hacks and little uh, principles to instill in your life to make yourself a better person and perform better and grow. And I believe if you seek, you will find. It's just happened for myself so many times. Jordan Peterson, I've mentioned it many times on here. Jordan Peterson was one of those lecturers and not quite as famous on YouTube when I found him but was one of those guys that when I heard him speak, I understood there's something here. There is messaging here that is intended for me at this moment because it will serve me in the goals that I have at this present time. And it was absolutely profound how many of the things that I just found from him alone, from his channels, from his lectures, that served me so well and were exactly what I needed to hear exactly at that time in my life. Had I been introduced to it years before, it would have meant nothing. Had I been introduced to it later, I wouldn't be the man I am right now. It helped me mature. It helped me grow. It helped me ask more of myself. It helped me become a monster in the most positive, productive ways possible, as opposed to a self-indulging, narcissistic party boy. Let's be honest. There are so many different things that we all do that we know we shouldn't do. However, until we've seen examples of people that are living a better life and have a blueprint for us to follow, sometimes it's very hard to eliminate certain things that we view as normal. Drinking alcohol, going to the bars. Uh, there's just a lot of activities that have become accepted, socially accepted as the norm that are not serving our higher purpose. And if you are seeking and you are truly seeking to improve your conditions, I believe these things will present themselves over and over and over again. Even 
this selfish part of myself that wanted to spend time in the ocean and go surf and well enjoy myself served me in a higher manner than I could all at all perceive back then it served my purpose it helped me serve a greater purpose and expand my horizon and become a better well a better man I couldn't have possibly have engaged the same communities and work the same positions and had the same purpose going forward without a lot of those things being introduced in my life and without me taking that small calculated risk and engaging those activities. That is another part of this. This is another layer. Sometimes you will have that voice pop up in your head and offer you an alternative remedy to something that you're going through. And it takes a little bit of calculated risk to go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to listen to this voice and I'm going to step out on that plank and do it and try it. Stability training, that was a first layer for me, working on the balance boards. And I really, I took that way further than I could have possibly ever imagined on the front side, on the front end. I did things on those boards that strengthened my core, strengthened my ankle, strengthened my knees, strengthened my mind in a lot of ways. And I got in intense workouts on them. And then I worked with a friend of mine who was a uh, really top-notch personal trainer who is a worked with professional boxers for 30 years. And he gave me his core strengthening program and I put that on the balance board and it served me absolutely astoundingly well in the ocean. I noticed the results were, there was a plethora amount of them, but getting off of the stand-up paddle boards and onto surfboards, it became an effortless transition for myself. Maybe not the paddling and, and not the work in the ocean part, that took dedication and it took reps and it took time. But the actual standing on the board and surfing and maneuvering and having the body and the physiology that could withstand heavy conditions for where I was at in my journey. And it was all sustained by these exercise programs, by the breath work that I found. The breath work was another one. After I had decided to turn my back on alcohol, on smoking a lot of different substances, on cocaine and on partying, I turned my back on all of that and I moved across the country and I got sober and I faced the same temptations that a lot of people with addiction problems face. You know, your friends are going out to drink. Well, how are you going to abstain from this? How are you going to abstain from going to the bars and to the, you know, the functions where it's socially acceptable and normal to be drinking? And I believe that I was introduced to that breath work by the community that I was exactly when I needed it, right on time. Not only that, the influence that the community that bestowed this upon me had on myself and how much I looked up to them had a great deal to do with how seriously I took it and how much experimentation and how many reps I put in on my own. It served me absolutely so well. And I, I think we're like magnets in that sense that if we believe we can accomplish what we have set out to accomplish and if we can achieve the goals that we have set for ourselves, we believe it, we put one foot in front of the other, we start doing the, taking the steps to them, doing the things that we know we have to do, then other things will be introduced to us, which will come perfectly coincide with us attaining those goals and us achieving the results that we're looking for. 
the balance training for myself, the breath work for myself, it made my body adapt to new demands that were going to serve me well because I was going to put going to put further increased demands upon my body. Jiu-jitsu now, after years in the ocean, uh, years on the slack line, years on the balance board, years of, of training with trainers to be a strong individual in those other sports facilitated so much progress in jiu-jitsu. And I don't want to say it gave me an advantage over everybody that I trained with, but it gave me an advantage over if I had started before all of those other things by a lot. And being 45 years old, I know that a lot of the individuals that I do train with, they may find things like this that will assist them in their sport or in their lives. But I've instead of having age against me, I have experience and these steps and these activities that have served me so well in my foundation for the sport that I'm in now and enjoy the most now. And I do really want to surf. I can't wait to get back in the ocean and really enjoy myself in that regard. But I have goals that I want to achieve now for first and foremost. And that's why I work so hard and train so hard and do the do the daily regimen and the daily exercises that I do at this moment to sustain myself in the future. I know that if I am to be a jujitsu coach or to have a gym and to be a personal trainer and to facilitate people recovering from some of the same issues that I've had in my life and from the intense training that I think we should all be putting ourselves into, then I need to invest heavily into this area of my life right now. And I will sacrifice some of the things that I would really love to be doing and enjoy doing right now for that foundation to be plentiful for the rest of my life. Don't get me wrong. We should take time to rest and recover. We should enjoy life. But if we do not have that list and we do not have those things that we are consistently increasing the demands upon our, our system, well, we're not going to adapt to being capable of being the persons that we want to be. The voice for adventure inside as well. How does this occur and how do we take those calculated risks or even a haphazard risk to some? Some people would view my moves across the country, my, my leaving uh, career life in New York as a haphazard uh, risk. If I told you the conditions in which I was living and what I had in New York City in 2011 and that I was going to give it up and move across to LA with complete just imagination of what was possibly waiting for me there, you would have called me crazy. You would have said, this is an absolute insane risk. Why would you throw away a career to go live somewhere where you're not guaranteed anything? The things that I was guaranteed, I knew is what I really wanted great weather. There was an ocean there waiting that was going to have plentiful waves. There was tacos, there was mountains, the scenery was beautiful. I would slow down a little bit from what I had in New York and my life would be different in that regard. And after 10 years in New York City, I knew the hustle, the bustle, the speed of that city and how much of my life disappeared, how fast it disappeared, how rapidly it disappeared. And what I had to show for it just was not 
what I wanted to have for the next 10 years of my life. One of the best decisions I ever made, but it was risky. It was absolutely risky. The voice within my own conscience told me, just go for it. It's worth the risk to have a, a much more fulfilling existence, even if you have less to show for it in the short term. Sacrifice now for the benefits and for your future. It's a very hard thing for a lot of people to wrap their mind around. It's like, I'm going to sacrifice so much of my enjoyment, so much of my comfort right now for later. It's the same thing, same principle as saving money or using your money to make money as opposed to going and buying new shoes, going and buying new things. I faced this challenge so ridiculously when I was working all the time to make as much money as possible. For some reason, it was not easy for me to take that money and make money with it and to invest it and to save it because my head wasn't clear, because I was run down, because I was constantly engaging work on behalf of somebody else. Even though I was getting a nice little return for my time, giving all my time away for somebody else's profits in the long scheme of things just wasn't working out for my psychology, wasn't working out for my well-being, wasn't working out for how I felt. So when I think about that, when I, I think about the things that we are manifesting, when I think about the life that we really, really want to have, and I know that I've been presented these things by just my thought process and clearing my mind has potential risk versus reward scenarios, it's will, I am willing and ready to take those risks because it's worked out so many times in my life. Can this really be coincidence? Can this really be from absolutely nothing? You might not be able and ready to say this is divine intervention and this is God's hand in your life. But a lot of people will tell you straight up that that's exactly what it was for them. It could only be this divine intervention. It could only be God's hand at work in their life because the results and the things that serve them throughout so many different layers of their life don't make sense any other way. What are you manifesting? What are you thinking about? What are you imagining yourself? For me, this podcast in itself was one of those things that I had thought about years ago, but I wasn't ready to do. I wasn't ready to work on it. I wasn't ready to invest the time it would take in it. I wasn't ready to open parts of my life with the community that I thought could, well, reap the benefits of it. To be quite honest, this is for me as much as it is for you, but there are most definitely people that are sitting in the same situations I was 10 to 15 years ago that might hear this and understand, you know, he he took a risk and now it's paid dividends in his life. Why not for me? And I hope that to be the case. I hope that some young man in my life and in my interaction is going to go, you know what? This guy doesn't need alcohol. He doesn't need drugs. He doesn't need to go out and party all the time. And he lives a good life. He performs well on the mats. He has clear thoughts and well, things to share that are positive. He's, re he's reaping rewards for his sacrifice, I should do that too. Maybe I will save one or two individuals a little bit of time and a little bit of pain and 
maybe their maturation will come a little bit quicker than mine did. I hope so. I hope that by engaging the jujitsu community and sharing their stories of why they train, what, why they do what they do, why they put themselves out there, why they engage discomfort will serve people that have not quite done that yet or have not tried it and are, you know, looking for something. Seek and truly seek and you will find. If you actually open up that dialogue with yourself and you, some people meditate, some people sit and do breath work. Like I said, I, I do this routine of breath work every day and I think about the gratitude and how grateful I am for the opportunity to grow, to mature, to expand, to be stronger, to be more, to adapt to new demands that I'm putting on myself. Just the opportunity every day when we wake up, the opportunity to go out there and make something more of ourselves and to enrich the lives of our friends, our family, our entire communities. This is a, a, an amazing, abundant opportunity. There is an abundance of opportunities for you to impact lives for the better. Every single day. Every single day. This is awesome. Think about this. People will remember you for how you made them feel. People will not remember you for your medals, for your awards, for how cool you were in school. You ever think about that really super cool guy in high school? I know a few of them that I went to school with never really left high school. It's unfortunate, but that's the glory days that they lived in. I've had friends and associates that I could look at and go, wow, man, he's got so much potential, but he's living in the past so hardcore that he's never going to understand it himself. Literally, one of the saddest things you will see is a man that's 50 plus years old and, and is reliving his glory days and cannot stop telling you about his 20s and who he was and what he did and how cool he was. It's because he doesn't understand his worth, his value now, and what he can potentially be doing in that moment. He can be affecting people for the positive and making himself a better person to reap rewards 10 to 20 years further down the road. Just my message for today. This voice inside of us, it will present us opportunities to get reps on things that will facilitate growth in so many different areas of our life. Take the risk. Take that calculated risk. Engage that voice. We want to manifest better existence. We must know we are that person already. We are already achieved the goals that we have and feel the emotional response than the, the feeling of actually achieving those goals already. Put yourself out there and then put one foot in front of the other and take those calculated risks and invest yourself in yourself. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the results will be all, all across your life abundant. And you will notice how many different layers, little decisions played into different areas of your life. I'm Josh Button. This is the Josh Button Podcast. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. I want to grow that channel as much as possible. Keep putting out those con the content that coincides with these conversations that we have on the podcast. If you Know somebody I should have on this podcast that you think uh, is a good representation of health and wellness, of an outlier's mentality, and is making the best of themselves. I would love to, to hear about it. Throw the suggestions into the comments or message me directly. 
because that is a goal of mine now moving forward. I do want to have guests on the podcast and get their perceptions of the best things to facilitate growth, their perceptions of reality and how maybe not following the trends of the masses is the best bet. The outliers. Anyways, this is episode 40. We are we are growing and I am ecstatic. I cannot wait to speak with you all again. Have a great Sunday and I appreciate you all very much.